Like when we're done. Good evening, everybody. I hope you missed me because I'm back. As you know, last week I was on vacation. I wasn't here. I know the show wasn't as great. So I want to start the show by saying everybody at home, I am so sorry I couldn't be here last week. I know JB and John are great. I know they do a good job. I know the show wasn't as good without me, though. I, I know it needed that young, fresh face. I get it. I, I understand it. I know I was missed. So welcome to Sideline Sports. I am back. It's it's great to be back. You guys were... were, were... I think he is out of order already. I mean, this is a record. 39 seconds in, out of order. And he doesn't wow. realize he keeps going. Yeah, I mean, it, this is a typical New Yorker. Well, he's from New Jersey. That's the first mistake. So you're, Same you're doing thing. good, too. You're all killing me. You're all killing me tonight. I'm just I'm, I'm see- waiting, waiting until he realizes that we can't hear a thing he's saying. He has no clue. It's pretty amazing. Nope. No. See, this is what happens when you brag about how you're the greatest thing ever. See, this is what happens. We didn't have to I mean, mute him. Is... We didn't yeah, have to I... mute him. It's I'm so loving beautiful. this. Silent he, Jane. This is perfect. Wow, it's like Silent only, Bob when Jane Silent Bob. If only Kevin Durant was this silent, John. He made himself look really, like Really, Kevin a fool. Durant. Let's how get so? rid of everybody. Well, let's get rid of the, the, the guy that sells the popcorn at section 222 because he's the worst. He yells popcorn too loud and it messes up my free throw. <laughs> you know? I mean, poor Jake. Can Jake hear us at least? Jake, if you can hear us, give us a thumbs up. You can, there you go. Jake can hear us. So let's have fun, John. Let, let's do a great show now. All right. Yes. Yeah, so, so Kevin Durant, you know, basically said you got to fire Steve Nash and uh, the GM. And I'll say, today it's announced that uh, he met with Josiah and he's going to stay with the, the Nets. He's on the same page and all going to work to uh, to be number one and to bring Brooklyn a championship, which they haven't had one since 1955 with the Dodgers. So what do you think about that, John, about the cloud prince himself? Oh, man, I mean, it's going to be interesting because – he wanted Steve Nash and the GM gone. They're not gone. And now he has to work with them and work under them. He wanted out, and now he's got to come crawling back to the fan base. He has nowhere to go because they set the bar way too high for for trading him. So now it's like they have each other, and that's it, and they can't go anywhere. And this is just beautiful because the Nets deserve him, and he deserves the Nets. They're not going to win a championship. I mean, Ben Simmons, good luck dealing with that. Kyrie Irving, good luck with dealing with that in his contract year. So, like, you're Kevin Durant, and you're stuck. You chose this. You wanted all of this. You got everything you can ever you hear wanted. Me? Yes. Yeah, you can yes, hear me. Can hear you, we fixed Jake. it. All right. Anyway, so real quick, ever, I don't. You got everything you ever wanted as Kevin Durant, everything you asked for, but then it wasn't good enough. And then James Harden left. He got traded, and then you got Ben Simmons, but then Ben Simmons has his issues. And Kyrie Irving, you don't know if he was going to get vaccinated or not. And then, like, it's just an absolute disaster. And then you ask out, and then. 
you ask for people to be fired and they don't get fired. This is this is beautiful. Like this doesn't happen in Miami. I just want to let you guys know. Heat culture doesn't work this way. We're the opposite of what the Nets are. I just had I wish to throw I was, that in there. I wish I was still muted because of course he has to bring it back to Miami. I just wanted to quickly say before I got disconnected, whatever happened, I was actually gonna say I really missed being with you guys last week though. And I was funny enough, I heard everything you guys were saying, and I was about to say, I was literally mouthing I my mouth was moving and I was speaking. You couldn't hear me. I was saying something nice. I was actually saying, you know, I'm making all these jokes. I missed being on the show last week. I enjoyed my vacation, but I missed being with you guys. And of course, you couldn't hear any of the nice things I was trying to say. As for Kevin Durant, anyway. as for Kevin Durant, John, you're right. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a superstar get everything they want and still so, be unhappy and complain like this. This is ridiculous. Let me know when you guys are done because I'm going to segue into something that I just want to bring up real quick. Yeah, um, I, we're, we're done talking about the clown prince of uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, I just, Please. No, I just I wanted to quickly add this last thing is just what more can he want? What what do you that, need? You get the money. Contract, he picked his team. Right. Picked you picked your team. team. You got the money you want. You picked, you picked your stars. Your, your, your yeah. teammates. You picked that. You basically ran the entire team by giving your by getting the team you wanted. And then going on to said team and picking your teammates, the amount of money you got, the years, the everything. You literally got every single thing you wanted. You may as well have been running the team. You may as well have just been the GM and said, oh, here you go, self. Like, here's your contract. Here are your teammates that are coming. You got everything you wanted, and you still want out? I mean, what do, what, what if you, if you were going to be this unhappy, why did you leave Golden State? If you were going to be this unhappy going somewhere else – and be this so, much of an absolute pain. What is the point? I don't understand it. I mean, when are guys going to realize that they're not GMs? You know, they're basketball players. Well, and yes, it's great. It's great to play with your friends. You know, we listen. If we had a team, I want you guys to be on it definitely. But you know what? If it comes down to it, and I want to win whatever sport we're playing, I'm not going to be the guy picking the team because that's not what I'm doing. If I'm the player, right. I'm playing. Let the GM do what they got to do. Stop, you know, bitching and moaning and just go on the court and play. I mean, if you're not happy, you're not happy. But first of all, A, asking for a trade and doing that, you now decrease your value. And but you this is his happiness, JB. This is his happiness. He chose this. Like, how you, is he not happy? If you, if you literally made your own happiness, you said, I want this, you're given this. I want this, I was given this. You want everything, and the Nets are like, here you go. Everything you ever want, we've given you. How are you not happy? What, because you didn't win a championship? That's not the GM's fault. Like, they gave you every player you wanted. Like, what more do you want? Go win a damn championship. Like, it's not the GM's fault. It's absolutely absolutely disgusting. I think the problem is it's, you know, it's this whole super team mentality in some ways has kind of caused what we're talking about right now. Um, and it's not, I, and I always pick this one just because these are the, you know, these two are the most obvious, I think to me, it was the Celtics big team up. And then the heats big team up or in recent memory, the big ones that we've talked at about. At least they won a champion, at least one championship. But, but my, I, my point is, is that I think, those kinds of teams that have come together. And then the fact that the Warriors were just really great and that wasn't like players choosing to team up. That was just a super team that kind of happened. But, but, but I'm sorry. So 
So I think the idea of just those are three super teams and one of them just happened naturally, but having those teams and having two of those three be guys just like, yeah, let's get together and do this as a team. Let's, let's, let's make this big giant team. I think that has given the players this mentality that if we just form a super team, we're going to win. And I think players have forgotten a very simple rule. There are two types of teams and the warriors happen to have been both, but it's really hard to have both. You can have an all-star team, which is a team that gels together really well. And it, regardless of how good or bad those individual players are, the team itself plays on an all-star level. They're amazing. Or you can be a team of all-stars. The Warriors are the and are the easy example of a team that was before, you know, nobody joined forces. It didn't have to be that way. They were drafted to be exactly that. The players really work great together, and they still do. But there were also just a bunch of talented players. And players want to make these teams like that, and it's just not going to happen. We're seeing a lot of – Teams of all stars, but you're not getting all star teams anymore. You're you getting a lot of just it's guys put works. together. It's, it's I mean, I mean look, works, look at the Lakers. Look at the Lakers. Okay, they win one championship, but let's just let's just call it what it is. It was a championship, and it's great, but it's always going to be a little bit of an asterisk for a lot of people because of the way that the playoffs were that year and the fact that COVID was that year, and you know that was the start, right? So people are going to look at that and say, well. But they, you know, well, at least they the got same, one done. The Nets but, haven't even but, gotten close. I know, but I'm just saying, like, but look at that's the only team that I can think of that was, you know, the last eight years that joined you together like that and won a you championship. Can't it pick doesn't your happen. Team. It doesn't work where you can pick your team. It's not possible. It's not the way you create a winning team. I mean, LeBron, it takes and time. LeBron Wade and Bosch did it, but you yeah, know, that's really that's an exception team. to the rule. They they weren't a winning team. They won two championships. They went to four straight. How's that winning? They won back-to-back. They're garbage. How many teams in history have won multiple championships? How many died? We're not going to talk about Miami. Like, like stop with that. We're we're not going to talk about Miami. You can't. You're you're out of order. Anyway, let's switch topics. And I want to give give our condolences to a former guest of the program. Uh, Jay Roots passed away the other day. Uh, you know, first of all, on this topic, if anyone in your family or yourself is suffering from something and you're going through something, there are always people to call. There's, you know, 800 numbers. Um, there's family, there's friends, but there's always somebody out there. Before you think about doing something drastic, reach out and I'm sure there'll be somebody there to help you. But I wanted to give condolences to the Roots family the Texan family um, and everyone associated with uh, Jamie and his family. You know, we all want to give our condolences uh, yeah. at this, this hard time for them. Um, you know, that's about yeah. it on that. Yeah. And, and it sucks. Like him and I had a pretty decent relationship. It's been a minute since we talked, but we had a pretty good relationship, I would say. And, um, you know, we developed a nice relationship. <clears throat> and so just, just to see this, I was so shocked and um, I was so sad for his loved ones. And, you know, he would definitely be missed, um, you know, coming out of the whole Deshaun Watson thing. When, when we talked to him beforehand, he said, I don't want to talk about Watson. I want to talk about, like, other stuff. And we're like, no, okay. So yeah. we talked about, like, his book and things like that. And, you know, it's just, you know, like JB said, I wanted to send out my condolences and say a little bit about him. I didn't want that to go unnoticed. Yeah. No, he was, uh, look, it was a really – it was it was one of my uh, – one of my favorite guests, probably just because he was, he was a very candid person, which you guys know about that. You know, you know how I feel about that. That mm-hmm. 
that's very important. Um, but yeah, um, you know, just losing a battle to mental health is that's just tough. And I think the most important takeaway from all of this for anybody that's listening or watching or, um, you know, anything like that, if you know somebody or you personally, not only do you talk to other people, but I think it's important that, you know, if you know somebody, you may not know that they're going through something. So I think it's just important to check up on the people you care about, no matter what, whether you think something's going on or not, because, you know, his family, I'm sure, obviously knew about this, but we talked to him and we, we did know him. I don't think any of us had the slightest inclination that there was anything going on inside his head of this nature that, you know, that he was really struggling mentally. And so it's just important, uh, you know, just just check on the people that you care about. Um, you know, just it, it just you never know what's going on in somebody's head. And, you know, they, if they're struggling, you won't know that always. They won't always outwardly say it and they might not outwardly put it on their face or in their uh, you know expressions of any kind. So uh, obviously our condolences to the family, but also just, you know, a message to everybody is just check on the people you love just once a week, maybe just, you never know what's going on with somebody really. And I, I think that's an important message. I don't want to get lost in this as well. All right, JB segue us into the next. One. <laughs> yeah, right. JB take us from this really, really sad moment. We're having awkward so, let's make segue. it better. Awkward so, segue. Easy segue to Sean Watson. Since we last met up, this man's the, was, JB's the best. Since, you know, Jake was busy downing Mai Tais on the beach in Wildwood, right. you know. Uh, it wasn't Wildwood. It was, hold on, hold on. Let's get this right. It wasn't Wildwood. I I, I am an LBI person. Excuse you. No, Long, Long Beach, Beach Island. Island. Oh, heard yeah. of it. Heard of it. The, Not a fan. The, the best. But continue. So, you know, let's go into Deshaun Watson and, and – Goodell coming back with the 11-game suspension, which coincidentally brings him back to play the Texans. What, the, what, what, what is this? I'm 22, man. Come on. I'm not even... I, well done. Well just, done, this guy. A fit. I just... Look, I just turned 22 like a month ago. Quick question. I, I, Will the Texans win more games than your Giants? Boom. So, uh, that's possible. I don't know this, honestly, I don't know the schedule for the Texans, so I don't want to say yes. But I will say this. That'd be fun. I honestly think the Texans have a better quarterback. Ooh. Sorry, Davis, I, sorry, JB. I didn't want to interrupt you. I just Davis, came to my Davis head Mills is not that. as bad as people think he is. No, I, I actually like him I, a lot. I think he's a solid quarterback, and I think he's better than Daniel Jones. Now, God. it doesn't mean Daniel Jones can't turn things around, but Davis Mills is not as bad as people think. I'd take Davis Mills over Daniel Jones. So uh, JB doesn't I, even know who Davis Mills I, is. No, not at all. I would take, you know, my left toe over Daniel Jones. But that's besides the point. I mean, Daniel Jones, probably the the 80th best quarterback in the league. And I may be being generous. He he is not good. Anyway. But, you know, getting back into Watson, 11 games, comes back week 13 against the Houston Texans, which, you know, conspicuous timing by the NFL, you know, comes back against his old team. Nice setup yeah. to, to get great ratings to bring everybody into the to watching it. I mean, seriously. Hold on, real quick. Just we were talking about Davis Mills versus Daniel Jones. I just wanted to quickly. I wanted to look this up, so I quickly wanted to touch on this, and then we'll go back to that. No, because I'm serious. Because Davis no, Mills is a better go. quarterback. Daniel Jones last year had under 2,500 yards, threw 10 touchdowns, seven interceptions, 84.8 passer rating. Davis Mills as a rookie. 
over 2,600, 16 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 88.8. Davis Mills is a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. Continue. I didn't even know Davis Mills was last year before, yep. you know. And he made a name better than Daniel Jones. I thought yeah. he was a joke. No, I mean, he was their right. starter, John. Turns out the number six overall pick in the draft from a couple of years ago is the bigger joke. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, I mean, he anyway. trips over his own feet, so. <laughs> I mean, look at who More drafted work. him. What did you expect? Yeah, Denzel ugly. Snipes, that doesn't help me at all. Third rounder out of Stanford, I literally don't care or know. You know what? I, I mean, didn't know or care at the time. He's got potential to be a solid quarterback, so you know what? Good for him. But I like him now that I know who he is. I like him. I, I like Davis Mills. All right. Back to what we were talking about with Deshaun. John, I think you were speaking, so I'll, I'll turn it back to you. Yeah, I mean, this couldn't have been more scripted, man. Like, come on. He comes back versus the Texans, like JB said. Yeah. Come on. I, I mean, like, seriously, I mean, th- there's a middle ground where, oh, six isn't enough. Okay, but we don't want to be suspended the entire season because if the Browns make the playoffs – I want to play in the playoffs. Okay, how about we settle you on? You get to face the team that you hate more than anybody in I mean, the history of sports. Come on, you get to face the Texans, the team that that uh, tried to drag you through the mud and blah blah blah. And how about that? And only five million dollar fine. Like seriously, like John, what does that what do? Is? A two hundred thirty million dollar guaranteed quarterback. Come on, John. It's so simple. And I know you know this, so I'm not saying it like you don't. I'm just saying it's it comes down to one thing. It's all about the marketing, man. You know that I know that JB knows that we all know it. Okay, here you go, right here. Yeah, there you go. It, it's it. It's the ratings. That's there exactly what it is. It's all about the way they can market it to get to the ratings. Exactly there my point. That is exactly it is what I'm talking a about. Joke. It is an absolute is, pitiful joke. I I think if Deshaun Watson and the, and the Browns didn't play the Texans this season, they'd be like, eh, give them the whole season. But because they said, well, we could make it, so he comes back. And all they got to do is play okay football before then. If they can sweep the rest of those games, they'll be in the playoffs. He comes back. It's a huge story. Bam. Everybody forgets about what he did. It's unbelievable. Un- it, you know what it is? It is exactly what the NFL would do. It is exactly what they do. They haven't learned their lesson at all in, in any of I, this. I, I think the, the thing that will always bother me most, and I'm going to use baseball as the example, and it's recent – it's like, like last week or two weeks ago now. So it's perfect timing. Fernando Tatis Jr. gets suspended 80 games, which in baseball is one game short of half of a season. He gets suspended 80 games for using PEDs. Deshaun Watson. He had who, to cure uh, his ringworm. No, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> but Deshaun Watson originally suspended six games, which is not even half a season for what he did. And then they bump it up to 11. 11 out of 17 games is only a little bit over half. It's about 64, about 65% of the games that they play. So my point in all of this is the that. The big thing is my, that my, he my still gets is, to play in the playoffs if they make it. Because if he's right. out for yep. season, so, he doesn't qualify for the playoffs. Exactly. Right. But my, my biggest point is Fernando Tatis Jr. gets just under 50% of his games for drugs, for PEDs. And Deshaun Watson for doing absolutely egregious and horrible things, even though he wasn't convicted in a legal sense, it doesn't matter. The allegations were there. He clearly there are there there are concerns. Gets just a little bit more 
than 50%. It's, it's, Why don't 65. you talk about Calvin Ridley staying in the same and, sport? Like PEDs. And you're right. What about, my, what about that, right. Calvin Ridley? I, and that's the other thing. And that was the other one. And I know we've talked about it, but it's just unbelievable. How do you explain that and say, that makes sense? I don't – it doesn't make sense to me because – It's a joke. There's no I, sense to make of it. I What's mean, a the catch way, in the NFL? Well, let's do the math. <laughs> Let's do the math. Ask so, Des Bryant. Bear with, bear with me for a second, if you will. Ben Roethlisberger got suspended when he did this similar type of an action, this it, similar he issue. He found not guilty. Right. So exactly. So it's the same situation where he was found not guilty. Both guys were non-guilty. But it's the same type of situation, the same type of act, right? He got six games for, I believe it was one woman, right? If I remember, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it was only the one woman. Or... I, I'll simplify but, it. For, but regardless, one, doing something one, like that should warrant more than for, six for, games. I'll, I'll simplify it. For one legal suit against Ben Roethlisberger, got him six games for that act. So what that says to me, per suit, there should be a minimum six-game suspension. That's what that's precedent is saying. So how they came up with not even double that, not even 12 games for – I, it was you know twenty plus times what Roethlisberger did. I don't get it. I'm not saying that he needs to be suspended for you know forty games because that's you know, I that, would. That's the kind I'd of be all for that. I'm. I'd be. Uh, I'd be I'm all not, for him I'm being not, kicked out. I'm not saying that it has to happen. But my point is, if you're telling me one suit is six games, how do you get eleven games from twenty plus? How does that add up? If even if you give me the full season, at least at least it's better. It's not good. But it's cool. at least at that point we're approaching one game per suit, which is at least better. Been, it should it's have never better. been it's less good. than a season. There's no so, excuse for it to be less than a season. And we agree on that. But what annoys me more is that Roger Goodell is it's just setting this terrible precedent. It's originally you ask another judge to do it. You don't like a ruling, so you go back on your word. That makes you look bad. Well, then you only give them eleven games, and it's very clear your motive was to get him back to play against his old team. I mean, what is he doing? What is well, what, what is my, the thought behind it? I don't get this. I, my question is, you know, I mean, this all seems fishy because the judge, and I'm paraphrasing, said he had predatory behavior. Correct. But only gave him six games. Well, now hold which on. Sets it up we, for, which sets it up for the NFL to appeal that. Now, hold on. Which it sets it up to the NFL fair, to fight that because they be want fair, more. John, to be fair, because we, we talked about this briefly before, she right. got that number based on Ben Roethlisberger. She he was he was one of right. the examples that. But she if was she's using. saying that it's if she believes it's predatory behavior, she said it's predatory behavior. I know that, but but then she's only setting it at six games. Like if you're because saying, that's the precedent that was set. Which it is doesn't the matter. Like if you're like this person murdered somebody, you're like, but. The law says you only get six months in jail. Like, hey, common sense says maybe you should get a little bit more I you know, agree. of a penalty. Like, but, use your brain instead of saying. But, this but is to be fair, to be fair, you have to go based on the precedent that was set. And Not so I really. blame I, I blame the NFL more because because the NFL is at fault for being so lenient with these players. The that's where I take the, the that's where I take the biggest fault. See, I don't believe in that precedent because NFL waivers, like, one minute they'll, they'll like I said, Calvin Ridley will get suspended for a year for a $1,500 gamble. 
But that's but that's then, the first of its kind. That's no, I know. But then you can't go common sense and say, okay, well, 24 cases against this guy, potential alleged assault, sexual assault, and all that stuff. But a guy does a $1,500 bet on, you know, like he's down in Florida. I agree. And, and that, that warrants, no like, it doesn't matter what the precedent is. You you should change that precedent and be like, okay, I agree. the assault is worth more than a $1,500 Well, case. that is no you doubt. You know what I mean? I agree with that. Yeah. Like, you should be able to change that precedent and be like, this one outweighs it. And you know what's really sad about all this, John? What you just said, while I completely agree. And I'm not even going to argue about that because that's a no, first. Yeah. I, there's no question about that. What's sad is Calvin Ridley still has a year and Deshaun Watson still has less than a year. Yeah. They appealed it, changed it. And what basically happened, it, it's not the exact. NFL got a double but, win. but essentially per case, he got half a game suspension per case. Yeah. That's a, yeah. that's that's the approximate math of what they did to him. And then that NFL got what they wanted. Not Watson even. got what he wanted not even. to play the Texans. And like, then, but, hold on, but then, but, but with joke. Calvin Ridley, it was a $1,500 bet. So you're going to tell me it was under $100 per game is, is you know, he, he bet under, for every $100 he bet approximately, it was a one-game suspension. How does that make sense? How does, how does him betting $100 equal approximately one game of suspension? But Deshaun Watson gets a half a game per legal case against him. For sexual assault. Not, exactly. You know, but it doesn't matter what it is at that point. Just not a, anything not a was a parlay or DraftKings yeah. or Fend or whatever. I mean, come not, on. Not, not going into the supermarket to take a crab legs. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Much worse. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, and you know what? And, and I'll leave it and at poor, this. I mean, poor Josh Gordon, it, who just wants to go uh, buy some marijuana. Yeah, I know. I know but, all right. Let me leave it at this. My last comment will be this. Deshaun Watson's actions hurt other people. He gets 11 games. Calvin Ridley's actions hurt nobody but himself. If he loses that money, it only hurts him and or his family. But ultimately, it's his problem, right? How are you going to tell me that somebody hurt themselves gets a bigger a bigger suspension than somebody that hurt and impacted lives of multiple women for the rest of their lives? How are you going to tell me that that's, that's in any way just at all fair? Just and then, to, and then to top it off, you're going to tell me the NFL isn't in bed with DraftKings with FanDuel? No, of course they that, are. That, that makes that makes the NFL how many millions and billions of billions dollars? Billions of dollars, yeah. So, so it's just completely absurd and disgusting. Uh, listen, I, I like football. You know, the NFL is by far the king of football. We see every other league it's king come of sports. And go. It comes and goes, but just football. I'm not even talking on the sports yeah, right now. We see these other leagues come for a year or two years. They fold up. They go bankrupt. It's not even good to watch. It's not good football. The NFL is quality football until the referees can't decide what pass it. That's, that's a whole other issue. They give, they give four chances for touchdowns. Yeah, we still, that's it. We're glued, we still watch we're glued it. to our TVs Thursday, Sunday, and Monday to watch whatever game is on, whether yeah. it be the Jaguars, the Browns, the Jets, the Giants or, or the, the Rams. It doesn't matter yeah. who's player. We're Makes no difference as a society. But you're going to tell me Josh Gordon, who went to buy marijuana, which is legal in so many states, yep. Calvert Ridley, who the NFL is making hundreds of millions of dollars because of DraftKings and FanDuel, they're going to sit out and miss 
more games than Deshaun Watson, who's destroyed possibly the lives of how many women. So that, that's all I got to say about it. That's a joke. I yep. I think that's I think you put it perfectly. I I, I think that's the best way to put it. Is yeah. Just it makes no sense. And you know what? And you said it. They're in bed with these with these companies. Of course they are. Why wouldn't they be? Why, why wouldn't they? They make them. But look at Patrick Mahomes doing the beer commercial with the flashlight. Oh, can't because do that. You, because you be careful. Can't, you can't have a beer in the commercial, no, Patrick. But you're in bed with those companies, nonetheless. You're in bed with them. I mean, come on. It's just you're in the bed NFL's with them, being, but you can't sleep with them. <laughs> exactly. The, the NFL's being <laughs> is, ride is that being line. <laughs> the NFL is caught with their pants down around their ankles by their wife as they're cheating. I mean, like that's that's the look that they're giving off at this point. And they're, and they're doing it. And they're doing the shaggy. It wasn't me. Exactly. It wasn't me. That's it. Yeah, it's. it's I, just... I like that Jake knows what that song is. I like. Of course that he, I do. Know, he's not old enough to remember it. I like that he knows what that course, song. John. Is. John. Let me teach Who you knows? something. I am. I am. I'm well versed in culture and and pop culture as a whole. I may not have been alive for it, but I do know what I'm no, talking about. I know. About. That's what makes me love that, that you know it and you weren't even alive for it. That's cool. It's one of my special talents. So let, let's let's leave Deshaun and let's go with a positive story. Let, let's Aaron talk Rogers. about some home runs. <laughs> oh, shut no, up. Let's, uh, never, never. Let, let's talk He's about never home. positive. Even when he wins MVPs, not Sorry. positive. Let, let's talk about home runs. You want to talk about the homeless shelter? Or the um, the single season first. Let's talk about single season real quick. I want to talk about that. Because Aaron Judge is single-handedly carrying the Yankees while they play like garbage. I this team has been has been just awful, and I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like they haven't been since the all-star break. I, I the Orioles have been better than the Orioles Yankees have one of the best records in baseball since the All-Star break. And and but I'm saying that because it's a shock that the Orioles have been better. I think you guys have the Just, worst record in baseball. We've we been actually. terrible. We've been we terrible. We do have the worst record but, in baseball. But I will say there's one bright spot and it continues to be Aaron Judge because that man absolutely just annihilates baseballs. So far there's no hint of any PEDs. I that there never is for him because that would just tarnish his record regardless of, of no, he just having tar- Chris Davis and then he had the, all that stuff. I, it, it definitely hits uh, yeah. you right in the gut whenever, and, uh, whenever and, you hear that news. Well, but, oh, yeah. Okay. Just but, to but anyway. Chris, Chris Davis, when he was hitting home runs, did you really think he was a home run hitter before that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, the guy's naturally just like a giant, you know. So I didn't think that he was like a PD guy. The guy's just naturally – like Judge looks like he's naturally a giant. Like, I don't look I don't at Judge and giant. say, like I don't look at Judge and say he looked like Barry Bonds when Barry Bonds was. Hold on, who's Barry know, Bonds? Do you mean? Do you mean as JB eloquently put, one of our first shows ever, the incredible Barry Hulk? Yeah, yeah is that pirate, who you mean? The pirate Barry Bonds, who is still okay. the, one of the best players of baseball. Yes, no doubt. Give that but, man a plaque. But anyway, back, saying, back like, to Judge and Chris Davis don't look like guys that. Our roid users, they look naturally big. I, I hope you're right, but anyway, back to my point is, is just yeah. man, he he is something special. Um, I, I just I hope they resign him, but 
I mean, look, and John, you you made a comment before the show started. You know, oh, did John did John hit one over the you know that little Mickey Mouse fence? Yeah, John, <laughs> he does. He he may not always look. Yankee Stadium is known for some bad home runs sometimes, but that man can hit a baseball like nobody's business. And that's the weakest just, can of corn right field, and it just somehow hey. carries over that. Joke of a right field wall. Listen, all I'm going to say is you can only hit the ball in the stadium you play in, John. No, I know, but you, like, what were they thinking when they? I guess they were, they were trying to that's help the, their. That's that's the and, you know, you can't even say it helps them. It's it's the worst stadium in baseball. But you can't say it helps them if you're going to say that because it helps everybody because everybody gets the well, same. They play advantage there when they play there times a year. That's fine, but I'm saying every team gets to play there. Like I mean, Couple every team that plays, yeah. no, I'm saying if, every team that does, every team that does play gets that advantage. But they get less at bats in their stadium than the teams they play combined because they win games. So it doesn't benefit them. It actually benefits the road team. Oh, the road stop. team over a course of a year will get more at bats there. So oh, anyway, no argument. Back to the point of this, and then we'll move on. Aaron Judge has just been absolutely lights out. Look, I don't like. The fact that he might leave the Yankees just because I'm a Yankee fan, but I give him all the credit in the world because he came into the season, he bet on himself, he is likely barring a, a basically a miracle at this point, walking home with MVP. He's also got a chance at a home run record. He's going to have a great season no matter what at the end of the day, and uh, you know, again, it kind of hurts the Yankees in a way because we're going to have to pay him even more now, but hey. <laughs> Give, I give the man the credit, all the credit in the world, because he bet on himself and it clearly worked. He, he's he's going to earn the money that he that he deserves, and uh, you know the hope is is that he doesn't. Be, he hasn't he doesn't, even gotten injured yet. Ah, uh, don't say it. Uh, Stanton don't already say it. did. I mean, you knew the Stanton one was coming of eventually. Of course, you knew would. it was coming eventually. But, but anyway, and then real quick, I just wanted to say this about baseball, and then there's other baseball topics I know we want to talk about. Uh, Mike Trout, as of about 20 minutes ago, he hit a three-run home run, which was his 1500th career hit. So, nice. congratulations to Mike Trout. That's all. Nice. Nice. He'll get to like he'll get to Just, a couple hundred more hits, and that'll be the end of his career. No. Wow. John is so positive on. What are you going to put him in a homeless shelter too? No, I, I'm just saying that back injury is going to derail the rest of his career. I don't know. He it's seems like a guy that's going to fight. We're not going to get to see the same Mike Trout for the rest of his career. It doesn't not- matter. Mike Trout's career has been wasted anyway. Do, do you not think that the back injury he had, he's always had because it's a degenerative I don't, condition? I don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about that My stuff. My guess is it's always been underlying at the very least. Maybe it just know. you know came to fruition. Like It could have flared up. Out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a great question, but let's talk about someone else who's huge in the home run history books. Um, John's favorite favorite homeless shelter person, Albert Pujols, six ninety one at the moment. Shab, you had to leave. No, the, he's uh, more than that. He's got more than six ninety one now. He's got six ninety three. I want to say have, no. I thought it was six ninety one. I think he has more than that. I think he had like two the other night. I think that got him to 691. How long does it take him to get around the bases after each home run? Like five minutes? Do they have a pitch clock on him like like they do everybody else? So they have some sort of clock for him? Like if he doesn't get to home within four minutes, he uh, the run doesn't. Oh, count. it's 693. You're right. Yeah, seven away. And I, uh, 
make sure you guys check in on that if there's a clock of some sort where he has to get around the bases in a certain amount of time. No, because I'm sure he takes like at least four minutes, maybe five. Because he's wow. old and slow. John has no respect for Albert Pujols. What, what's I know, your I don't get it. I, I, the, the Cardinals, half of his career was amazing, Hall of Fame-worthy type of career. And the Angels won. I don't understand how you can be worse. doesn't make any sense. And um, I just I think it's a little bit of a joke. He's the worst 600 home run hitter I've ever seen. I'd rather have Jim Tomey. Why? What is wrong with pools? Tell me. I, I didn't. I don't like that you can go and be a DH and be worse. How can you get worse? You should be better. No. Joke with age. The signing that giant age, contract. John. Only, age. What, age. Thirty. Stop. He still had plenty of life left. Tom Brady's forty-five, and we don't. You know. Okay, hold on. You cannot talk John, about Tom Brady. Stop. John, how many players played for 22 years in Major League Baseball? Pujols doesn't even have to do anything. He stands there at first base. It's not like he's a center fielder, or it's John, not like he's John, stealing. It doesn't make it easy. Stop, stop, John. But it's not like, like he's. It. It's not like he has tread on the tires. That's what I'm saying. Like, yes, he does. He's not a football player. He's not a running back wearing down the legs. They're wearing down the knees. John, it's a name, baseball. Name and another forty-two at first base. John, name another forty-two-year-old to do things like that. Right. I'm just there saying, are limited guys. He said that the age whenever he switched teams, he was like thirty, and he had really switched, done he switched anything to LA, but when he switched to LA, he had when plenty he, of he strong seasons. To the Angels, yes. John, since he joined LA, he hit thirty or more home runs once, twice, three. Look at the average. Uh, Look at he the average, home runs. John, average has All gone his down. numbers went down. John, he was 30 years old. I don't care. There's no tread on the tires playing first oh my God. and batting. Like, that, that really John, doesn't do you know the positions he's played in his career? He has not oh. always been a first baseman. I hope you know that. On the Angel? I mean, on the Cardinals? Just in yeah. general. He's not always been a first baseman, first of all. And second of all, more importantly, he joined them at the age of 30. He was Wah. bound to hit a decline. Wah. Actually, he was 32 when he joined LA. Excuse me. He doesn't God impress no me. The, the Cardinals' career impresses me, not you, the Angels' side. Half of his career impresses me. There you go. So, John, so, who, so who cut his home runs in half, and that's what I give him. In my so, so because his average is not acceptable to you, his, his home runs don't count? Whatever he hit outside of the Cardinals doesn't count. Take it away. Okay. Wow. So let me, let me look something up. So, <laughs> So how many you, players, you, John? How many major league players have played twenty-two years? Let's start with that. I mean, if you count those Angels years as playing, I mean, I you know, that's like saying a backup quarterback played. Okay, you know? John, how many years have you played in Major League Baseball? Uh, as many as you. Exactly. So Albert Pujols has played, but 22. I didn't try and go into Major League Baseball. That wasn't the career I chose. So, John, let me ask you, Cal Ripken Jr. Had many seasons where his batting average was below 300. Yeah. Should we just discount those because those are not as good? No, they're not. They're not. They're not Cal Ripken Junior numbers. They're not with amazing. The same team, and he was great. Throughout that's his the career. hold on. So that's the problem. That's your excuse because he switched teams. 
Why? How can you switch from non-DH side to a DH side John, and get worse? I think you're missing the important aspect of this. He was <laughs> wow. over 32 years old, John. I don't care. John, no 32 is old for a baseball for any sports player. I don't care how often you play. It happens. It's, it's not so, that easy. I am so disappointed with John's take on this. Next. John, you have nothing. I never want to hear his name again for as long as John, you have literally zero basis for your argument. Other than he's 32 years old and he switched teams. No, I don't want to hear it. You're telling me he switched teams. Forget forget about John for a second, Jake. If you're Albert Pujols and you end up with 698 home runs, do you come back next year? Oh, absolutely. I think you have to. I would, but he specifically said I'm not doing that. No, he said he's not. But if you if you like at six ninety eight, which he should be able to make, and it's going to be close. Agreed. You know, I got to come back. I, I would I come back. Sit, I would never be able to sit with that that kind of number, even the number he has now. Right, right now, right. it's seven hundred a bus. You know, I, I'm with you. I, I would say I got to come back because I got to hit it. I you just. And, and he could just come back hit a seven hundred to walk off the field and tell That's the team, it. listen. You That's know, it. sign me uh, if I retire as soon as I hit the home run. You know, I'll, I'll hit hit the home run. I'll run the bases, go right into the, the clubhouse, have a good And life. right off into the sunset. And that would be a great ending if you think about he it. He definitely can't run any bases. John, I don't want to hear from wow. you. Wow. I don't want to hear from you. John, man. I want to see when you're 40, John. Yeah. And, John, I'd also like to point out, Albert Pujols is batting 277 this year, which you may not like. But for batting averages today, that's actually pretty good. See what I mean? How can he go from a 198 two years ago to that? It doesn't make sense. I, I just don't understand this guy. And for that, because he had more cut his stats John, in half. John, in, in 2020, I'm done with him. I'm done with John, Polos. John, it, that was when he played in LA. But in that same year, he played for two teams. He played for the Dodgers. While playing for the Dodgers in 21, his batting average was a 254. He jumped 60 plus points. He was better. How are you one of the all time greats and you bat a 198 in a season like that? Get out of here. Get out of here. Do you not know about player decline? Fraud. Fraud, fraud, wow. fraud. Get out of here. You're the worst. Sick- John, you are. You are. Got to be the king of bad takes tonight. He was over the age of 40. The you king of bad takes, Dodge here. It pauses boring next. Cool host. Give me, wow. give me somebody that is John, John, hold on. All right, here's what I want to say, and I'm going to leave it at this, okay? This is batting averages over the age of 40, 40 and over, with a minimum of 1,200 plate appearances, okay? This is, this is the average. Number one is a 347, which is unbelievable. That is beyond incredible. But number 10, this is just number 10, is only a 273. And the reason I'm saying this, and the reason I'm making this point, number 10 is hitting around where Pools is hitting right now. It's not easy hitting over the age of 40, John. It's not as easy as you seem to think it is. I didn't say it was. I Uh, just... John... How many people in your lifetime have you seen hit 700 home runs? I mean, there's only uh, there's only a small amount in the 700 club. 
Right. How many have you seen? Well, I don't think I've ever seen any, have I? Exactly. No. Bonds. Barry Bonds doesn't count. Barry Bonds so, doesn't count. Nope. Wow. John just bad take he, after bad take. He doesn't count. He cheated. He doesn't count. He, he did not cheated. Cheat, How can was, you was count a, if you're a cheater? It was not against the rules of baseball, John. It's against our rules. It's against the unwritten well, rules. It's against my rules. Get him out of here. John, they're unwritten David Ortiz, for a not reason. A Hall of him, not a Hall of Famer. Like you. Unwritten rules are unwritten for a reason. If they're not in writing, it's not a rule. Rules are written. Unwritten Look, rules are a bunch of baloney. If you cheat, you automatically are disqualified. John, everybody cheats. You can still play the game. Caught. You can still play the game, but you just your stats don't matter. John, your stats don't matter. Everybody cheats. So, it's just who gets the Astros lose, You can't say did that. The Astros That's a blanket lose their statement. Home, their World Series trophy. Huh? Well, that's not like the Astros are still the World Series champions, right? I mean, that's what you want to go with, sure. Are they not? not? All of us, not all of us believe that, but if you want to go with that, sure. Look in, John, look in the history books. Who's the World Series champion? Now look, I mean, in my book, in my history you book. You don't have I'm a gonna, book. I'm going to make where a can, book. Where can I purchase your book? <laughs> where, can I, where can I purchase this, this so-called book? I'm gonna. I'm making it. I have a person helping me right now. <laughs> okay, and, who, and who is this person that I want to send? Well, to if I told you, then you would try and take them from me. I can't. Do no, that. I don't think I want to take them because if they're uh, working with you, I'll pass. All right, thanks. Next. Wow. All right, this so is going off take. the rails. Yeah, because you you haven't made a single argument. You thanks. have just said all I, I your really argument is. You guys falling down the rabbit hole with me. The argument that he's made, I'm going to repeat it, was as follows. Well, he became a DH, so he should be better. That's his argument. Excluding the fact that he was 32 years old when it started, so he was going to be on a decline as it was just because he's older, and that's how life works. And you do realize that some players actually do worse with their DH? Because Absolutely. The I was the game. just going to say that's that. Stupid. That's stupid. That's Why stupid. Why is it stupid? You you don't even have to play defense. You could just that's focus actually on worse for them. That's but that it. might throw them off the groove. They're used well, to being. Well, then on the they're field. not just. Maybe they're not that good to begin with. I don't know. Wow. I don't know what to tell you. What are you saying? You so should in be the better. History, in the it's like saying you get baseball. more days of rest as a pitcher, and you're not as good when you have more days that's of rest. That's actually that's completely stupid. valid. No, it's stupid. Okay, hold on. You want to go down that rabbit hole? Hold on. Please. Pitchers have a set day of rests that they need. So if you give them more, it actually takes them out of the cycle that they're used to. So it actually makes I it harder for them. I never got down with that. I, I, the more rest you get, I Doesn't feel like matter. you should. I feel That's like you should true. definitely be well rested. You, it shouldn't, you there shouldn't be John, over rest. Like John, you stupid. couldn't. You couldn't be more wrong. I, it is amazing <laughs> how horrible of a take you're giving me right now. Thank you. Because so I have a question: Do we do we count Pete Rose as the the uh, all time hit leader? Sure. But okay, he cheated. So he didn't cheat. Wait, no, forget forget about the cheating. He had almost fifteen thousand nine hundred at bats. Number two was Yastrzemski with almost fourteen thousand. You tie Cavalli at thirteen thousand. So I mean, you know, how do we? Why are we counting Pete Rose? Well, that's what I count. My Hell Hot Takes book now on Amazon. That's what (laughs) I count. Pete Rose is the top guy. But why? 
Well, he had more at bats, John. Why would Look, we count? Got I mean, you got to read the book, man. Like you can't just I can't. When I write John, this book, right. I can't just give you all the answers once I eventually write it. That's not how John, this works. You have and it nothing. will be out eventually. Don't you worry. You know what? That's a, that's the day I'm going to definitely ban Amazon from my household. Agreed. <laughs> because John, you have zero argument against. I'm really world. glad you guys just keep going down this rabbit hole. Indulging me, I'm fine with that. It just <sighs> makes no sense. Just wait, just waiting for an argument, John. Waiting for an argument that it makes logical I've made my sense. Case. No, you haven't. No, let's talk about uh, TO. Let's talk a little bit about TO. To? Yeah, Terrell Owens. Let's talk about what him and Deion Sanders said. Well, what's there to talk about, John? About the Hall of Fame. What well, did they say? Let's go. Come on. You want to talk bring about up, it? Bring up you got comments. so much you've got so much to say today. Let's hear it. Come on. Bring up their comments for me if you would. I don't have one hand. Jeez, oh, Jake. All right, so I'm Dion, busy dealing with your silly statements. All right, so ba- Dion basically said that Here, the guys- I got it for you. Dion Sanders says NFL Hall of Fame is becoming a quote-unquote free-for-all. The Hall of Fame ain't the Hall of Fame no more. A Hall of Famers, excuse me, a lot of Hall of Fame a lot of Hall of Famers think the same thing. There you go, John. You're welcome. He Good also did go on to say that if the guys that are getting it have recently gotten in, like he didn't say specific names, but he basically said if the guys that have recently got in got in, then he should get a different wing for his Look, space. I'm going to nip this in the bud right now. As much as I agree with this, he's neglecting a very obvious fact. There is one person. That was playing before he was even born. That is in the Hall of Fame and never should have been put there. But he was. And it doesn't matter. It's Joe Namath. Joe Cool is the worst. He is, as John would describe, the Harold Baines yes, of NFL you. of NFL guys. That guy's on he is the most, in my opinion, most undeserving Hall of Famer of all time. He's got one win. That's it. One win. That is it. And I, look, I don't care if he guaranteed it or not. I understand it was impressive. If his career average in in terms of wins was even at 500, I'd be a little more forgiving. He was below 500. He was a losing quarterback. He wasn't even, even Eli remotely. had a 500 that's, record. That's why I said what I said. Because at least <laughs> Eli Manning, I can make the argument, fine. He didn't win a lot of games, but he didn't lose them all. At least he was at 500. At least he hit that mark. He sunk. He was so bad. He was under 500. Now, again, I don't know all the stats about his teams. I don't know how his defense played. So I understand that those are factors I would have to consider. And I am very much a proponent of understanding the teams he was on. But he has no statistics at all. He does His stats don't even remotely stand out in the test of his era. At least Eli Manning's have some stats that, you know, the guy that played around him and for the right, length of like time, at least his stats, at least his stats yeah. make sense. There yeah. is nothing for Joe Namath. So while I understand what T.O. and what, you know, what they're getting at, what those guys are getting at, you can't no, make but, the argument. If but I don't you're think saying, he's You're saying, saying guys like, are being added now? It's I don't been think that way since like its inception. Guy. I think he's saying like these waves of guys like this. Class. No, I understand that. I'm just saying yeah. that the Hall of Fame isn't just getting like this now. It's been that way since no, the, the beginning. 
But there's a difference between the football Hall of Fame and, like, the baseball Hall of Fame. The baseball Hall of Fame, you can have nobody go in. The football Hall of Fame has a class every year. That's true. So you, you to put a class in every year of multiple people, you're going to water down who can get in. But there's so, so many why... guys that are waiting that are way better. Like, no offense to the class this year, but this was the weakest class I've ever seen. It was bad. Like, last only, year was an amazing class. Oh, like, my I only God. Saw, I only saw – Two guys where I'm like, yeah, that guy's a Hall of Famer. Who everybody are they? Else I, think I, like, I, I think I know who they are. But everybody are else, I was like, eh, or oh, definitely who, not. Who, who were your two guys? I think my two I know, and I think that so, they're probably the same. So my guarantees so were Dick Vermeil yep. and Tony Baselli. John, yep. I sometimes love you. That was, I really that, that was easy, though. Sometimes you easy. say smart things. Because, yes, Everyone's those smart. were the obvious consensus pick. Everybody else, I I, I – I don't and, really And it's not it. a knock on them. Like, those guys got in. Congratulations. Like, I'm happy for you. I'm not upset at those people. They don't get to choose if they get in or not. But, like, it's the Hall of Fame, man. Like, when yep. I think of the Hall of Fame, when I think of the Hall of Fame, I think, easy, of Tom, I think of Tom freaking Brady. I think of Tom freaking Brady this and Deion Sanders. This, this is a comment well, right I don't here. Think, I, I don't think it's I, Tom Brady because he's still playing. Even no, but guys like off, that, uh, that are the best yeah. of the best. But hold on. This is a comment here I couldn't agree with more. I don't care that Devin Hester didn't play the sexy positions. He didn't He's he didn't even play it. He didn't play as much as most guys will ever play. But John just said it. That's exactly what it is. The Hall of Fame is very much about not only were you one of the best in football, but more importantly, it's a lot of were you the best at your position. That's a lot exactly. of what you have to remember. Because you can't compare Tom Brady to Devin Hester. It's not fair. They played totally different positions. Tom Brady would smoke Devin Hester at quarterback, but Devin Hester would smoke Tom Brady at being a return guy. So it's different. So Devin Hester is the greatest in his position. But Devin Hester would would smoke everybody at being a return guy. But my point is, is, but my point is, the voters are like, oh, well, he's not like Tom Brady. He's not that good. No, but his position, you couldn't be better. He was the man. And that's why I'm so annoyed, and, and it's it's why I love that comment is I don't care that he wasn't your favorite position. He was a special teams player. He was the best at his position ever. You you cannot deny – if he was a top 50 player in his position and you didn't want to put him in yet, okay, I understand that. I won't be mad. But he is the best to touch a football at his yep. position. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's just – it's like – like I said, when you look at, and this is in the knock, but look at Richard Seymour. The guy had, what, 57 sacks? Like, how is that the only reason the he Patriots got it? Effect. It's a Patriots effect. And you're going to get yeah. more guys that are going to get into the Hall of Fame off of that all of the, that dynasty. I guarantee you. I, I agree. You're going to get, you're going to get probably, you're going to get Rodney Harrison, my opinion. Yeah, probably. You're, I don't think Teddy Bruschi's in. But I think you'll get Teddy Bruschi. I think you'll get Bruschi. And then I think you get Lawyer Malloy. I think you get all them guys somehow, some way, all three of them guys get in. And maybe yep. more. But it's you're, but, you're very right. But I hate but that that's, effect. That's, all right. But that's because the NFL has a class every year, no matter you're what. Right. And Denzel's if, right. If I think it. Edelman I think Edelman eventually gets but in. But at least Edelman I can understand eventually getting in. His stats are he, awful in the regular Super Bowl season. MVP, I can understand. But anyway. Guys, we got to wrap this up. So let's really quickly, we got like 30 seconds here. 
JV, where can they find you? Let's make it quick. Listen, nice and easy. Watch Cub Financial in a couple hours. You know, uh, Denzel Snipes will be producing. Got a great cast. You know, and we beat the O's a couple of days ago. Shocker. Stop we it. destroyed No them. way. All right. John, John, garbage, really quick. Garbage. Real quick, John, make it super quick. Sideline Sports Network. Check out our YouTube and all of our channels. Yes. Everybody, just look at the bottom of your screen. I'm not even going to go over it this week. We will see you next time. Everybody, have a good one. That's it. Peace. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Do you have a business or a message you want to share with the world? Well, now it's easier than ever with ElectroCast. Hi, I'm Mark Netter. And I'm Peter Rafelson. We're the founders of ElectroCast Media. Whether you want to start a new podcast or already have one, join ElectroCast to grow your audience, monetize your content, and build your community. With our simple sign-up, you get free promotion, world-class analytics, premium ads, and personal support. Go to ElectroCast.com and join our community today. Electricast. Transform your influence. Electricast. Electricast. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today.